Sebastian talks your ROI functionality and what's ahead. Plus, Jeremy Furster of the Cardano Foundation explains what's up with metadata. Input output delegates to 100 pools and a Cardano Foundation marketer declared one of the best in blockchain marketing in 2020 is moving on. We'll tell you who that is. And we're wrapping it all up with a 1,000 subscriber hoodie giveaway, a jam-packed show. So let us waste no time. Greetings, Cardano fam. I'm James Kiever with United States of Cardano. It is the 22nd of January, 2021. We've got a very heavy show, so we're eager to dive in. But first, you know the drill. Please hit that thumbs up icon. Such a teensy-weensy thing to do to support this newscast that is very much appreciated. Also, consider subscribing to our channel and delegating to our stake pool, United States of Cardano, ticker USA01. And you can find us in Daedalus and Uroi. All right, speaking of Uroi, developers continue to impress with improvements and functionality. Next, we find out more on last year's work and what's ahead for 2021. Co-VP of Engineering at Emergo, Sebastian Guillemo, joining us from Tokyo, Japan. Sebastian, great to have you back on the show. Yeah, likewise. So you and your team have been very busy working on Uroi and have made some pretty impressive headway. In one year since January of 2020, the functionality of Uroi has improved by an order of magnitude. What can you tell us about some of those changes and improvements, I should say? Yeah, so we spent a lot of time this year, or last year rather, um, trying to make the wallets more generic in what it can support. So we used to be uh, very narrow in scope for Cardano. Um, that is to say for Yuroi, you can only create one wallet, right? You'd have your one Yuroi wallet on Yuroi and it'd be a Cardano wallet and it'd be a mainnet Cardano wallet. And that's what you were limited to. And um, that works for the majority of users, but I'll see um, we want to kind of expand the scope of what Yuroi could support. And so we want to remove limitations from our system. So that means that, you know, we used to support, you know, one wallet per install, one currency, uh, only one network, and, you know, only one token per network. And now we want to support, you know, multiple wallets per install. So you can have one Euro extension installed. And from there, you can manage multiple wallets inside there. Uh, we want to handle multiple currencies. So now you can have both Cardano and Ergo within your Uroi wallet. Uh, we can now support multiple networks. And what that means is that actually Uroi supports the Cardano testnet uh, through something called Uroi Nightly. So Uroi Nightly is not that well known, uh, but it's, a, it's essentially like a public test version of Uroi that mm. developers can use to test new features before they're released. And as part of that, we support the Cardano testnet on there. So if you're a developer, want to develop on Cardano, you want to test your functionality without spending real ADA, you can get testnet through uh, Yeroi. So actually we do support, you know, multiple networks for the same cryptocurrency. And as of the release that we're pushing out hopefully today, uh, we're also supporting multiple assets for one cryptocurrency. And we're starting with Ergo. And once the Mario hard fork happens, hopefully in February, that'll also involve Cardano, which means that we'll have support for multiple assets within one cryptocurrency. So if anybody wants to create their own token 
on Cardano that will be fully supported through Euro. Obviously, we won't support the actual creation of the token itself through Euro. You'll have to use some sort of you know, developer tools for that. Uh, but through Euro, you'll be able to receive these kinds of custom tokens. And you'll also be able to send these kinds of custom tokens. So to you know, make Yudoi more um, generic in what it can support, it's been a lot of you know, internal rewriting of how our entire, our entire stack works. Um, but I think it's, it's been paying off. And now the amount of users who can actually use Yudoi, uh, not just for the basic case, but for all um, their uh, use cases, is, is, uh, yeah, I think it's, it's been a lot of work, but it's, it's been uh, worth the effort. Yeah, I mean, it just blows my mind that you you guys were able to accomplish that in as little as a year. Uh, can you talk a little bit about what's ahead? What what's next for you, Roy? What's next for Emergle, if you can say? What's what's next for you? Yeah, so we have some more limitations uh, we want to uh, get rid of. So one of the biggest ones right now is we only support one unit of account. What that means is that currently the the only unit of account supported is ADA. If you want to see your balance. The only way to see your balance is in ADA. Uh, we want to support multiple unit accounts, right? People want to see their balance in USD. They want to see the balance in euros and Japanese yen. Um, and so that's kind of the next limitation we want to remove and allow any unit of account that user picks. And then another limitation we want to remove is right now you can only have one account per wallet. So what that means is that whenever you have a recovery phrase, you get a wallet out of it, right? Uh, and right now, this is a one-to-one mapping, but it doesn't have to be that way. You can have one recovery phrase that gives you multiple wallets. And this is super useful for hardware wallets, notably, because for one hardware wallet, this will allow you to have multiple actual uh, wallets, which allows you to have um, delegation to multiple stakeholders from a single ledger wallet. Or So right now, if you want to have you know multiple delegations to multiple stakeholders through one ledger wallet, you'd have to reset your device every time and set a new recovery phrase every time. And obviously that's not an ideal user experience. So we want to have something called multiple accounts, which is from one recovery phrase from one hardware wallet device, you can have multiple wallets. And then uh, from that, you can delegate the multiple stake pools. Yeah, and uh, a, a clever workaround that I actually use is the Trezor on the, uh, with Yoroi and using that passphrase. And that allows me to have using one set of keys, one wallet, and then with the passphrase, you have a whole, uh, you know, fresh palette. And then with the new passphrase, you have a whole. So it's kind of a, a nice workaround. Uh, very good information and uh, really impressed that uh, all of the work you and your team have done and, and are planning to do. Last question, I'm a bit curious, what does a typical day in the life of Sebastian Guillemot look like? Uh, can you paint a picture for us? Yeah, so nowadays, most of my time is spent uh, on the Euro extension. So, you know, all this work that I mentioned earlier in this video, it, it takes time to develop. So a lot of just changing around the code and, and writing the code. And I do a lot of that. Obviously, I help a lot coordinate our team. And recently, we've been spending a lot of time on smart contracts. So we have some announcements that we're always working on for smart contracts as smart contracts are not only coming to Cardano, but also smart contracts are supported on Ergo, which is a different blockchain that works similarly to Cardano that we're using to kind of test smart contracts ideas and launch them ahead of time. And so um, talking with our team about smart contracts 
that we want to launch and figuring out what we need changed in the Euro extension to get those working. That also takes a lot of our time. So we're going to have some more announcements about that. For example, we're going to be announcing soon some sort of Cardano connector uh, to actually run smart contracts and dApps through the Euro extension. And you'll hear more about that probably in the coming week. Wow, fascinating. I cannot wait. Sebastian Guillemot, co-VP of engineering at Mergo. It's incredible the work you've done in a year. I'll be bugging you this time next year, if not before, probably before, but uh, this time next year to talk about the progress you've made in another year. Couldn't be more grateful for your time and look forward to our next conversation. Yeah, always great to be on this podcast. Thanks for having me on. And while Emergo is hard at work improving your Roy, Input Output and the Cardano Foundation have been busy themselves. You may have noticed over the past week or so a lot of content and information about metadata on the Cardano blockchain, technically the first feature of Gogan to go live. Here to discuss the details, joining us all the way from Taipei, Taiwan, where it is 11.38 p.m. Friday night at the moment, Jeremy Furster, a very dedicated project manager at the Cardano Foundation, who's on the team spearheading this project. Jeremy, it's great to have you on the show. Thanks, James. It's great to be here. There's been a bit of buzz about metadata lately. First, the metadata workshop a few days ago. This week, the Cardano Foundation article discussing how to get started with metadata, which, by the way, fantastic article. Definitely going to find a link to that in the description of this video. But Jeremy, going through that article, one thing I'd like to ask you about, article describes metadata as transaction story. What is meant by transaction story? Great question. So metadata allows a user to add data directly inside a transaction. Now, what type of transactions can you do? You can send a payment and add information to say, James, here's 10,000 ADA, happy birthday. Or you can have a non-payment transaction where the, the actual purpose is to add this data to the blockchain. And I could be saying, everybody, this is Jeremy Furster and I'm, I'm wishing James a happy birthday. So that's the transaction story. So it seems like using metadata in this way and all the capabilities that it enables almost positions the Cardano blockchain as a utility platform. Would you agree with this? 100%. There's two things that a blockchain does very well. You know, one is having a public record for all transactions. And the second is having immutable data stored on chain. So the fact that you can add data of any type onto the blockchain makes Cardano the, the source of truth. And that's what kind of drives that utility because then it comes down to, you know, the proof of activity that you want to, that you want to prove and that you want to show. Interesting. So also in the article, I read the term financial and social operating system. Now, I've heard the term uh, financial operating system. You know, we want Cardano to become the financial operating system of the world. But how does that differ from this term financial and social operating system? I would say this is a more complete view of the vision of Cardano. I mean, on one side, it is about replacing legacy financial infrastructure. But for the social operating system, this is all about building applications and solving problems that exist in the real world. And transaction metadata is excellent for this, especially on Cardano, because of its low cost 
and it's high efficiency. In my opinion, this is actually a, a paradigm shift to how metadata can be used on a public blockchain. And what's really exciting about that for me is that you know there, there have been a lot of use cases that have been performed on other blockchains, but not done so well. So I, if that gets brought to Cardano, I think you'll see that efficiency gain there, as well as the opportunity for you know more creative solutions that haven't been done yet. Sure, and the fact that you can use any blockchain explorer to read this metadata is is pretty powerful. Definitely, I mean the the keywords here is engage and interact. Uh, there's no point in creating metadata if it's so small and just a representation of data, but you'll you'll never see what that data actually is. So I think this is really uh, a great experience for anyone who has an internet connection and who just wants to understand you know, what's the what's the value of the blockchain. So they're able to see it with their own eyes, you know, literally. Yeah. Yeah. What are some of the first use cases you expect to see from this? Supply chain tracking, authentication. What are you expecting? We are working at the foundation for a supply chain case with an enterprise uh, client. But the what I've seen in the community so far that I'm really excited about is a lot with payments. Uh, also with voting, you know, shout out to Crypto 2099 and Spakra. And people are adding just, you know, price information on the blockchain from the, uh, the Nutlink oracles. But if I go back to payments, what's really great about that is that, you know, we have a lot of stake tools doing donations. So the fact that they can show that transparency, you know, on chain in the metadata and it's publicly available for the entire world to see is a great example of how the Cardano is a utility platform. Yeah, that is really cool. Now, in the article, you also have you also challenge the community. Can you talk a little bit about that? Well, I love the community, and I'm a member of the community. I have been for a very long time. The reason why I challenge the community is because you know we are not just holders of ADA, but we are users of the Cardano protocol. So. With all the activity that's happening in you know different areas, using transaction metadata just adds another layer of value to the ecosystem. And be again, because it's all about you know driving use cases and driving adoption, I think that some of the best use cases is actually going to be born from the community itself. I wonder if we could use some of these use cases for like a catalyst fund. Definitely. Catalyst is a great place, you know, not just for developers, but anyone who just has a, a wild idea or a true and tested idea for how transaction metadata can be used. Awesome. Jeremy Furser, product manager at the Cardano Foundation. Jeremy, thank you for joining us. We really appreciate all the hard work you and your team are doing and very excited to see what comes of all this. Thanks, James. I'll be updating you soon. Input Output announced today 100 community pools they'll be delegating to over the next three months. They revealed which pools and how those pools were chosen in a release that we'll include a link to in the description of this video. Each pool will receive 3.2 million ADA delegated to their pool from Input Output to support block production. United States of Cardano was on that list and we couldn't be more grateful. 
Those who didn't make the list this time will be happy to know there'll be a fresh round of delegation in three months. And finally, it is with a heavy heart that we announce Cardano Foundation marketer Miriam Majub is taking advantage of a new opportunity and stepping down from her position. Her interview garnered a huge response from the community as far as dialogue and viewership, and we sure are sad to see her go. But we wish her the best of luck in the future. She'll be joining the Soramitsu team. They're a blockchain technology company based in Japan. Again, Miriam, best of luck to you in future endeavors. There is a silver lining here, though, and that is the Cardano Foundation is hiring. Several positions currently open, actually, and more to come, including some marketing-type positions. We'll include a link where you can find out more in the description of this video. All right, now for the moment you've all been waiting for to celebrate our 1,000th subscriber to our channel. We're giving away four your Cardano update hoodies for large one-size-fits-all hoodies, I should say. Next time we'll order after we have our winners so we can get the sizes right, but um, growing pains, I should say. All right, how about we pick some winners? All right, here we go. I am using commentpicker.com. And I go right down here. I put the URL into this field. I'm gonna say filter duplicate users include replies to comments. Now go get the comments. It says there's 22 unique commenters. Now, here we go. Winner number one. B Rock. Let's just pick another winner. Positive and healthy. Clarence Ray Reyes is our third winner. And the final winner, B-Rock, again, does not get the win a second time, sorry. Thought I told it not to do that. William Bruckman. Okay, congrats to those winners. I'll be reaching out to you in the comments. Hopefully in the future, we'll get a merchandise store set up and we'll have lots of cool Your Cardano Update swag to get your hands on. All right, that does it for us today. We really do appreciate you watching, commenting, tweeting, all the great things you as a community and audience do. If you need to get in touch with us, you can reach us on one of these channels. And we would remind you to please like and subscribe and delegate to our stake pool, United States of Cardano, ticker USA01. I'm James Kiever, and that's your Cardano Update.